Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. Welcome to my Master Your Magnetism podcast, where I help you shift your energy and radiate self-love so you'll naturally become a match to everything you desire in life and love. We're broadcasting this live again today, so say hi in the chat. Let us know any questions you have. Today, we're going to be talking about how to make the law of attraction work for you rather than staying stuck where you are. I've been hearing from a lot of people lately who are feeling frustrated or discouraged because there's one area of their life where they just can't seem to attract everything they desire. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. And joining me is my husband, Tom. So welcome. Thanks for being here today. Yeah, thanks for having having me. I know that you have really enjoyed doing these podcasts on this platform. And particularly, I know that you like interviewing other people. And I've been listening to some of your podcasts, as you know, sometimes on my drive home from work. And it occurred to me the other day that I think that some people in your audience would like to hear from you on some of the matters that are the most important. So uh, I, I guess I will conduct an interview with you if that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and one of the first things that I wanted to talk about is the law of attraction, since that's a uh, key to a lot of the work that you do. And I think the first question to ask is, what is the core principle that people need to understand in order to attract whatever they want? Yeah, such a great question. And it just comes down to the basics, just the fundamentals of the law of attraction. A great question you can ask yourself for everyone listening is, are you resonating with the absence of what you want? Or are you resonating with the presence of what you want? And if you're resonating with the absence of what you want, which is where so many people are, especially when they first come to this work, what you actually desire can't come in. It can't show up in your life experience. You don't have access to it. So that's what I like to help shift in people who are looking to attract more money or more opportunities or the love of their life or improve the relationship they're in. This really works in all areas of life. So can you expand a little bit on that as far as what it actually means to resonate with the absence or the presence of what you want? Maybe an example. Yeah, great question. So let's say that someone has been single for a while and they're feeling frustrated because they want to attract the love of their life. Maybe they want to settle down and get married and they just don't seem to be attracting the right kind of potential partners. And we'd love to hear from you. For everyone listening, uh, let us know if there's something specific that you're looking to attract and we can help you out as we get into more of this material. But I hear from a lot lot of women in particular, but men can fall into this as well, where they just feel so discouraged. They say things like there are no good men out there or no good women out there, or all the good men are taken, or I'm so sick of all these flaky men online, or all men are liars or cheaters, or they don't want to commit, or they're all narcissists. And they're just resonating so strongly with the absence of what they want that the right kind of guy, even if he were to show up in her life, she wouldn't even see him, or she would just be so jaded from all her past experiences that nothing would ever get off the ground with the right kind of person, right? Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I know that one of the other things that you talk about frequently is regarding feminine energy. And I think that a, a reasonable question that somebody might have is the whole principle of feminine energy is that you are able to truthfully feel your emotions and represent those and how would one reconcile in in that instance for example where somebody is having difficulty attracting the the love of their life say and they are frustrated by that how are they able to represent that that emotion truthfully and be frustrated and be in their feminine energy while still not uh, basically resonating with the absence of what they want. How yeah. do they get to a place where they're 
resonating with the presence of, of what they want if their emotions don't align with that at the moment? That's such a great question. It's probably one of the number one questions I get on this topic. People want to be authentic, right? And right. I see so many people, they really are feeling frustrated, but then they're making vision boards and saying affirmations and they're doing all these things to try to call in their soulmate or the money they want or their perfect career or something like that but they're resonating with the absence of what they want. So if you're doing those things, let's say, you know, reciting 10 affirmations every morning, like the love of my life is already here, or, you know, the money I want is in my bank account, but they truly don't feel that way. What the universe or the forces that are operating here, whatever you believe in, are responding to is your vibration, not the words you say. Just like a man, for example, is feeling your energy and your vibe. The words you say are pretty much meaningless in comparison to your vibe, the vibe you're giving off with your body language and just your energy, right? So that's where I see a lot of people get stuck. So getting to your question, if they can just feel the frustration and discouragement or whatever it is they're feeling, often they can move through that emotion and on to the next better place where they can then choose the best feeling thought they have access to. I actually did a whole podcast episode on this not too long ago with Chelsea Rose called Painful Emotions, Feminine Energy and the Law of Attraction, where we went really in depth on this concept. So everyone go check that one out. That was such a great episode. We talked about this for over 30 minutes. But basically, if you're stuffing your feelings down and trying to pretend to be positive or pretend that you feel abundant or all the love you want to feel, it's just never going to work. So you want to feel the feeling feelings that are coming up in you. And they often don't need a lot of your time. I've worked with a therapist myself right before we met, the one that I always talk about in, in a lot of these episodes. And something he told me is your pure feelings only want about 90 seconds of your time when you really get down to that core emotion. So underneath the frustration might be deep sadness or grief or feeling of hopelessness or feeling of not good enoughness or something like that. If you can just really feel those feelings and love and embrace all the different emotions coming up in you. It doesn't take forever. In my experience, it doesn't take years and years and years of psychoanalysis or going back and trying to solve these feelings therapy. I mean, if you have the time and resources to do that, that's great. If that's something you want to do, but you can heal these feelings in 10 minutes or less, you know, or maybe you let yourself feel sad for half of a day or an afternoon, maybe. And then from there, you can choose the best feeling thought you have access to. So those were my initial thoughts on that question. What are your thoughts on that? It sounds like you're saying that you actually have to be able to feel those things to be able to move past them and then to be able to attract what it is that you want. Is that true? I think it's really important. I mean, I'm kind of developing some new concepts around this because if you're feeling discouraged or depressed, you can't jump from that feeling to feeling blissful and abundant and in love. Like you can't get there from there. There's this whole spectrum of emotions, but you can get from feeling depressed to maybe angry or resentful. That's a feels a little better than depressed. Then from there, maybe you feel bored with the situation you're in. And now you can move up the emotional scale from there. And then you can get to maybe hopefulness or trust. On the far end of the spectrum where you want to be is just knowing, like pure knowing that what you want is about to show up. When you know for sure that what you want is about to pop into your life experience, like it, it's right around the corner, it feels like the next logical step, then it can show up in your life. When it feels so familiar to you that it's just a done deal. It just feels like, you know, we could say after this interview, I'm going to go make another cup of coffee. That just feels like a done deal to me. So if I want it, I know I can have it. But for these bigger ticket items, like the money you want or the soulmate that you want to attract, it feels so much harder. There's like so much more resistance and old beliefs and thought patterns that we have to work around in order to get there. But it doesn't have to be any harder than just getting a cup of coffee or going to lunch at the place you want to go to. We just have more resistance around some of those things that, uh, you know, I just hear from a lot of women who have done so much inner work, but on this like one area of their life, but the results they get are just so minimal or temporary. What do you think about that? So it sounds like there's actually a series of a lot of baby steps to get to the place where you see the next logical step is the one that you may be trying to get to now. Like basically the cumulative effect of 
hundreds and hundreds of steps that are maybe just as easy as getting a, a cup of coffee. But um, when you have that presented to you or when you when you feel like there's that much work to go, it's sort of like the typical difficulty that people have with, say, a blank sheet of paper. It takes just making that first step, that first that first mark, that first move in order to head in the right direction, that if you try to boil the ocean, then you see all that resistance up front and you're not able to get to step one. Is that kind of? Yeah, I think a great question to ask yourself is what is the best feeling thought I have access to from where I am right now? And maybe it's not going to be pure bliss and positive energy. Most likely it's not, but it might be hopefulness or, you know, my best friends in love. So I know it's possible or I've wanted things before that I didn't have. And now I have them. And I was somehow able to attract what I want in this area. Right. By the way, I just put a poll on the screen for all the live listeners. Do you truly believe you can attract what you want? Yes, no, or sometimes I would love to hear and see where everyone is at. So basically, are you resonating with the presence of what you want or the absence of what you want? That's what we're trying to get at here. I do have five steps I wanted to share in terms of attracting anything you want using the law of attraction combined with these feminine energy principles that I'm such a fan of. We can go into those as well, unless there's anything else you want to mention. Yeah, no, I think this is a good a good uh, point to go into the actual steps that people can take to get to that place where they are able to see how they can easily attract anything that they want. Yeah, I see some great questions in the chat too. So we'll definitely get to all of those at the end. So the first step, there's five steps here to attract anything you desire. <laughs> first step is making peace with where you are right now. That's kind of what you were talking about with that, feeling your feelings. If you're feeling frustrated, be okay with that and own it and feel great about that and just go, this is a temporary condition. I'm not going to feel frustrated forever unless I stay in this cycle. I think so many people, basically everyone is creating their life day by day, moment by moment. I think things are always changing and always evolving, but most of the time for most people, they're just evolving into more of the same because they're looking around in their current environment and they're talking about what's going on right now and they're thinking about what's going on right now and they call up their girlfriends and complain that they are not attracting good men and here are all the bad dates I went on this month and there's no crack in their resistance for what they actually want to come through. So basically you can't get to where you want to be without making peace with where you are right now and that's kind of what we were talking about with feeling your emotions. Anything you want to add there? Sure, yeah, that makes these. sense. So that's sort of along the lines of you only can see that most immediate next step, the thing that is at least just slightly maybe outside of your immediate sphere, but you have to be at peace with your immediate sphere first, right? Yeah. Yeah. So important. So if the love of your life, for example, hasn't shown up yet, rather than lamenting the fact like, oh my gosh, it's just never going to happen. I've been single forever. I've you know met every single guy on this app in my vicinity, <laughs> right? Owning that and go, he hasn't shown up. So I just, I must not be ready. He, or the money I want, the career I want has not shown up yet. Therefore I'm not ready for it. And that's okay. That's like taking the power back rather than giving your power away. I feel like there's no power in all everyone else has the control outside of them. Like if the right guy doesn't show up, I'm just going to be alone forever. If you have the control, you have your hands on all the levers and valves and you can shift your mood and your emotions right now. You'll immediately see evidence of that. Once you start shifting the story, you tell yourself and I'm getting into number two. So number two is feel the feeling you want to feel. So for everyone listening live, type it into the chat. How do you want to feel? in your ideal relationship or your ideal career. You could just fill in the blank. Uh, the life I am in the process of attracting or creating or getting myself ready for feels like blank. I just came up with that right now. The life or relationship I'm in the process of attracting or getting myself ready for feels like blank. Jill says safe. Awesome. I love that. Anything else? I would love to hear from you guys and really feel that feeling. So what would it feel like to feel safe? You can make yourself feel safe and loved and understood and cared for 
all those things we want to feel in our life. You can make yourself feel that way right now. Basically, you have to feel the emotion before the condition can show up. A lot of people, I think, subconsciously think, well, once the guy shows up, then I'll feel loved. Then everything will start to fill in this puzzle and I'll start to feel complete. And it just doesn't work that way. You have to feel the feelings first, then the conditions that assist you in feeling that way will start to fill in. They'll start to like pop into your life experience. So that's number two, feel the feeling you want to feel. Anything you want to say there? So I think there may be a tendency to think that you have to feel that feeling in the context of what it is that you're trying to get. So Mm. if you want to feel safe in a good relationship, but you haven't felt that before, would you suggest that in order to be able to basically conjure that feeling, you make reference to instances in which you do feel safe, you have felt safe. It may not be in the context of the kind of relationship that you want, but you have to be able to understand the feeling, the emotion first, and that may be with reference to some other context. That is such a good point. I'm so glad you brought that up. Yeah, it doesn't have to be on the subject you are focusing on, right? So if you want to attract more money, obviously looking at your bank account every morning and stressing about how you're running out of money, you're broke, how are you gonna pay your bills this month? It's not helping your vibe, but you can feel abundant in other areas. You can feel an abundance of air or laughter or friendship or the fact that you have a roof over your head and food to eat. You know, Abundance is all around you, but if you're focused on scarcity and lack, that's what you're emitting. So you can say all the affirmations in the world or make all the vision boards in the world. (laughs) If your vibration or energy is lack, scarcity, uh, I have to settle, maybe I can't get what I want. That's what you're going to attract. So I hope that answered your question. It doesn't have to be on the particular subject. That's such a great thing. Yeah. Don't try to force yourself to feel some way that you don't feel. See if those feelings can naturally come up in you. Emily says she wants to feel exciting, peaceful, fun, and relaxed. Those are great. And those are all things you have the ability to conjure up in your body right now. And you don't have to do it for very long. You know, if you think a thought for 16 or 17 seconds, another thought like it joins it and another thought like it joins it. And if you do that four or five times, you get past the 68 second mark, you've created a tremendous amount of momentum. And now it's kind of taken on a life of its own. And what you want has to make its way into your life experience as long as you don't block it and turn back and take score of where you are right now. There's a great question in the chat about building momentum. That's one way to do it. And it works the other way too. You know, if you have an anxious thought, has anyone ever had an anxious thought and another thought like it joins it and another thought that's when you can get major anxiety or even a panic attack. There's all this momentum building in the wrong direction and you've just created this monster that's completely outside of your control. It's like a tornado. You can create a positive tornado that takes off or a negative one. Or I don't want to say positive or negative, a good feeling tornado or an unpleasant tornado, right? Right. So step three is imagine being the receiver of what you want. Just imagine what that would feel like and imagine it so often that it's kind of hard for you to imagine otherwise. I think earlier I said what you want needs to just feel like the most logical, natural thing in the world to you, the most familiar thing in the world to you. So if what you want doesn't feel familiar, it's going to be really hard to attract it. So you want to imagine being the receiver of what you want. You're almost like tricking your subconscious mind. Your subconscious doesn't really know what's real and what you're imagining. I think certain sports teams will hire psychologists who have the players, uh, like say a basketball player, imagine making the shot and your brain doesn't know the difference. You have to be able to do this in your mind often before you can do it in real life, right? So imagine yourself feeling totally confident, having your pick of men to choose from or having all the money in the world, every opportunity available to you. And you wanna do that until it starts to feel familiar. When it starts to feel like the most familiar thing in the world, then it can show up. What do you think about that one? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I think that oftentimes that's where probably people find a roadblock is that they have that difficulty in in imagining it. But that's kind of, I would think, where you go back through the first two steps until the point that you can get to step three where you're able to imagine 
what it would be like to be the receiver. It may be that the things blocking you are that you haven't gotten through steps one and two yet. Yeah, that's actually such a good point. You don't want to force yourself to try to feel positive when you don't. If this doesn't feel easy and fun to you, you're working against yourself. This is not the time to do this. Take a nap, go do something else, come back to this later. It's not about trying to force yourself into a better feeling place. Something I say a lot is the less you try to direct your thoughts, the more powerful they are. So see if you can just be the receiver of that good feeling thought is a very feminine energy thing rather than I'm going to force myself to feel positive so I can attract what I want. It's like, that's so masculine energy. That's so I'm going to lean forward and make this happen versus I'm trusting that it's all done. My desire has already created all the energy that it needs to support that desire and be able to come into full fruition in my life. I always say by the time something has popped into your mind, like, Ooh, I want this. This is something that would feel good. This is something I want. It's like 99.99% done. It's already done. It's a done deal, but we hold ourselves at that 0.1% sometimes forever because we don't do these five steps. So don't try to force the good feeling thought. Let it come to you. Lean back. You can actually physically lean your body back and just see what comes up for you. And if it's not happening naturally, leave it alone for now. You're not at that place where you're going to be able to do this easily. So that kind of brings me to step four. Step four is basically forget about it and trust that it's done, right? Let life surprise you. Let your man surprise you or the kind of men out there surprise you. And that can be the hardest thing. It sounds so simple and it is really simple, but we tend to want to take score of where we are right now. It's like starting a diet and exercise program and then weighing ourselves two days later and being like, I didn't lose any weight yet, right? Where we think nothing's happening, but it is happening as long as we don't come back and keep taking score constantly. So the only time to take score of where you are is if where you are feels really, 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 really good. If it doesn't, you want to flow your attention to where you want to be. Go back to... The third step, imagine being the receiver of what you want. When that feels as natural or more natural than your current situation, that's when things will start to flow quickly. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, it does. So what's the fifth step then? Okay, the fifth step is really fun, and that is simply just watching for evidence of those details filling in, right? You want to watch and see what shows up in your life after you've done all the steps and just forgotten about it and trust that it's done, know that it's coming, things are going to happen. You're just going to start seeing little details filling in. And when you do, you want to take credit for it and say, I did that. I did the emotional or vibrational, you can call it work, to get myself to this place where now I'm resonating more with the presence of what I want. And that could be any tiny little thing you see, you're walking down the street and a stranger opens the door for you. you. That's evidence that you're starting to feel the way you want to feel. I'm going back to some of these things people said in the chat, safe, peaceful, fun, relaxed, excited, right? Any tiny little thing, a coworker gives you a compliment. You receive an email or see something on social media that resonates with you. Watch for that and count it all as evidence. Come back and write that in. So if you want to imagine being the receiver of what you want and you're feeling what you want to feel, maybe write some of those words down. Write down the words safe or loved or cared for or excited or peaceful or fun. Fun's a great place to start. And then forget about it. Know that it's done. Go about your day. Feel those feelings. Then just, just trust that it's done. And then you go about your day and then something fun happens. Come back and write it down or type it into the notes section of your phone or text it to a friend, right? Uh, you want to come back and write down all the evidence and you're basically showing yourself how powerful of a creator you really are, right? You're proving to yourself, let the universe or life or whatever it is you believe in here prove to you how powerful and worthy you are. And this will happen immediately as long as you get yourself to that place where you're resonating just a little more with the presence of what you want then you can baby step your way through this and slowly or quickly depending on how comfortable you are with this move your way up that emotional scale to where now your desire and your beliefs are in the same place right your expectation about what is about to show up and your desire and your energy are all resonating at the same place rather than having this split energy of i want this thing but I also doubt it at the same time. That's like the worst feeling of, in the world. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. right. Yeah. 
I have this analogy I used years ago of a train where if you just picture a train, it's a different kind of train. On one side is like all the engines of your desire, all these feelings that everyone's typing into the comments, all these great things you want to feel and attract in your life. And on the other side of the train are all these engines of doubt. Like, oh, maybe I'm getting too old. Maybe time's passed me by. Maybe all the good men really are taken or uh, the opportunities just aren't available to someone like me. So you have engines of desire and engines of doubt. And so you become this tense person or the kind of person who feels like they have to go out and control and force all the situations around them when really all you need to do is these five steps right here. And we can recap these at the end, but drop the doubt and then let that engine of desire take you. So hopefully that analogy helps someone out there. Yeah. Yeah. What are your yeah, thoughts sure. on this? I would love to hear your perspective on this topic. So I think one of the things that stood out to me when we were talking about this relatively recently was why it is that this works. Why is this important? What is it about the law of attraction that you can be assured will work for you? And I think that it doesn't really matter how you conceptualize it, but there are different ways you can kind of think of it. And I had to sort of think of it in a, in a particular way for it to make sense to me. And that is that human beings are very complex and you have all of these different emotions and all the ways in which they manifest. And when you feel different things, you display those, whether you're conscious of it or not, you display all of those feelings by the way that you act and your facial expressions and the way you communicate. And it would be absolutely impossible for anyone to control all of those little individual facets. And in fact, you would be working against yourself if you tried to do that. So most people, a lot of what happens in their lives hinge upon relationships with other people, interactions with other human beings and other creatures on the planet. And so if you can change or allow your underlying energy and, and feelings to shift to represent what it is that you want, then all of those little things that are the manifestation of that will automatically change and transform in a way that allow you to be attracting what it is that you want. You can't individually control all of those things, but if you can take these steps and go through the, the five steps that we laid out here, then you are able to change that underlying energy and everything else that you express and then therefore attract changes as a result. And you don't have to try to take the masculine energy approach of trying to control all these little facets of how you interact with the rest of the world. Yeah, right? so true. If you trust that it's done, step four, right? Know that it's coming, that's it. But it can be the hardest thing. I love everything you said there. I can't wait to go back and listen to this. We did not practice this, by the way. So we're just talking about this for the first time. Uh, Jessica said, well said. Emily has a great question. She says, you said the first step is making peace with where you are. You also said, don't take score of where you are. What's the difference? What a great question. You make peace with where you are once, one time, right? That's all you have to do. I'm feeling frustrated. I'm feeling discouraged. I'm going to let myself feel that. I'm going to make peace with this. You kind of feel it in, in order to heal it. And it doesn't take a long time. You can do that in minutes, right? Taking score of where you are is like constantly looking back and like going, okay, I want to attract more money. And then, but every morning looking at your bank account and feeling stressed, or I want to lose 20 pounds and then constantly standing on the scale every day and feeling frustrated that it didn't happen in the first week, right? Or constantly looking at all the matches on your online dating app, whatever you're using and feeling frustrated rather than looking for something, something that feels a little better than how you're currently feeling. So taking score where you are is something we all do all the time. And it causes us to just create more of the same and attract more of the same. And making peace with where you are is just something you just have to do once if you feel the need to. It's, you don't have to constantly go back over and over. She said, got it. Okay, I'm glad that that was helpful. Happy to clarify that. There's another question. I tend to attract a lot of guys, but they aren't usually the ones I'm attracted to. Not sure how to change my energy to attract the guys I'm most attracted to. 
Oh, that's a great question. I would actually love to hear a man's perspective on that. I mean, I talk so much about you attract a mirror image of your own masculine energy as a woman. It's a woman asking this question. So you're not attracted to them in what ways? I mean, there's so many different things. Do they tend to not be ambitious or is it a physical thing that you're not attracted to? Do they tend to be a certain way that you don't like? And that might be a reflection of something that's going on with yourself. That's my initial thought, but there's all kinds of things we could say on this. Do you have any thoughts? I would love to get a man's perspective. Yeah. It's, you know, as far as changing your, your energy, I, I think it still goes back to probably the, the steps that we shared here mm -hmm. regarding the law of attraction and having to progress through each step to the point that you can feel that you are able to attract the type of men that you are desiring. There's probably something blocking that that isn't isn't clear at the moment yeah and it's not always this never-ending inward journey we're not saying that it's your fault or anything no. like that we've all been in a place where the people we attract are not the ones we're attracted to coming from this law of attraction perspective i'll give something maybe i never shared before i hear from a lot of people who are attracting potential partners who are 60 to 75 percent of what they want like okay they have a good job and they're stable and they kind of have some of the qualities I'm looking for, but I'm not attracted to them or I'm really attracted to them, but <laughs> the other things aren't in place. Maybe they're a little emotionally unavailable or avoidant. So in order to get from 60% to 80% to 90 to 100, focus on the most positive aspects of every single person who shows up. So guy shows up, you have a first date and you're not attracted to him. Was there anything positive about that date? Maybe he offered to pay for your coffee or maybe you liked his watch or his hairline or his shirt. Like just find anything that you liked and just think about that and go, oh, that was something. There's some evidence that what I want is filling in. Yeah, he wasn't my Mr. Right. I might not even go on another date with him, but I had a nice time with him. That is where you're putting your focus rather than, oh, another guy I'm not attracted to. You feel the difference there? So what are the most positive aspects of this date or this man or this situation that will help you then get from 75 to 85 to 95 right. plus? So that's great for everything, any kind of situation you're attracting. What are the most positive aspects of your current situation? People who want to leave a relationship or leave a job, for example, or a, a house, a living situation, they tend to be focused on all the dissatisfying aspects of it. Like, you know, I want to move because we have noisy neighbors and I don't like the area or I hate my boss or this guy isn't meeting my needs. We focus on those things we don't want and we tend to attract often those same qualities in the next person or the next job or the next living situation. So you want to focus on the most positive aspects of every single man that shows up and you don't have to dwell on it, but you know, I mean, this works in all areas of your life. If 100 bad things happen to you today and one good thing happens, I would focus on that one good thing and just milk it and play it over and over in your mind. Just focus on that one positive thing that happened. And that's where you can choose where you focus and that's what you're going to attract more of. Oh, she says, I wonder if it's more because I often get in my head when I'm interested in someone. Yeah, that could definitely be part of it, too. That's where the feminine energy tools can help a lot. Getting out of your head, into your body. I've done so many episodes on that, and you might want to go back and review those. Um, Jessica has a great question. She says, how to regain momentum? I was so in my feminine energy that I was being approached by men and asked on dates, but I lost the momentum. That's a good question. I'm curious what changed. Did something change or did you just kind of take a break from dating and now you're having a hard time getting back into it? The fact that you were being approached by men and asked on dates is obviously evidence that you know what to do. You could do that. I think in terms of momentum, go back to what I was saying before. If you think a thought for 17 seconds, another thought like it joins it. Just go back to the basics. Often it helps to go more general. So rather than going, I will be asked out by five different guys this month. That's like so specific. And a lot of times we're not up to speed with those beliefs yet. So back up and go more general. How about things are always working out for me? Jessica, I'd love to hear from you. Is there anything that you wanted in the past that now you have? Could be a job, a living situation, a friendship, something in your family, maybe a physical item show yourself that it's possible. I mean, we've all had things that 
we wanted that we didn't know how we were going to get them. And we somehow attracted them. It's usually when we take our eyes off of that thing and we stop focusing on it, not being there, that that's when it shows up. She said, yes. Yeah. So you've done it before, right? Show yourself that you've done it before. I would love, if you want to call in, we could actually talk to you. It's often helpful to do that if we can hear your voice. So feel free. But if not, if you're not at a place where you can talk, that's fine too. But hopefully this helps. Yeah. You just have to go more general, start from the basis, the good feeling thought. And if it's just as general as things tend to always work out for me, that's fantastic. Right. And then once you have that down, once that feels familiar to you, like step three, imagine yourself being the receiver of that. Then you can get more and more specific. I think so many people I, you know, I hear them getting so specific and they don't even believe what they're saying. They're saying, I will meet the love of my life this year and we will go on our honeymoon two first class tickets to Hawaii. And they get so specific. They don't even believe that the right guy is out there. So it's like they make this vision board and it just never happens for them. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Right, right. Yeah, I think in general, there's a tendency for people to become overly specific in trying to attract what they they want. And I think there's also a tendency that as people find more and more difficulty or if they continue to run against obstacles that uh, inhibit them from attracting that, they only then become even more specific. They think Mm -hmm. they they attribute the lack of ability to find what it is that they want to something that they're still not specifying clearly enough. And so they add yet another, you know, specification specification or quality to it and to try to ensure that they don't ever again attract these things or these people or whatever that they're attracting right now. And getting more and more specific is actually the wrong direction. You want to back up and be more general. It's so true. We should probably give an example of that because that's a huge concept. And I want to just make sure everyone's understanding it. We see a lot of our friends doing this in dating. (laughs) For example, they're looking for that life partner and they just keep getting more and more specific in what they want, but they're getting actually further away from what actually matters. Do you want to give an example of that? Yeah. For example, I have a friend who would attract maybe a a partner who was not a good conversationalist. And so he would believe that the reason why he was attracting people who were not good conversationalists was because he was not looking for people who had a certain education mm-hmm. or were, didn't work in a particular field that he worked in that was, you know, w- the the source of similar conversation or something. So he would, you know, then start to only look for people in a particular field or he <laughs> would only look in particular he he would move to another location where he thought there would be a better pool of people or something. And, and you're only sort of self-defeating in that thought process because by being more and more and more and more specific, you're, you're trying to drive this filtering process that, that you can't drive yourself. You, you have to, um, be open and, you know, trust basically that you will attract the person out of the thousands or millions of people who you're exposed to that aligns well with you. You can't try to force yourself into a position before you're available, before you're ready and available to accept that into your life. Basically you're, you're kind of counteracting that that openness to be able to receive that by being more and more specific. Yeah. And you can get more and more specific once you get up to speed with some of these feelings. Like we know a lot of men and women who do this. They go, okay, I, I think I need someone that works in the medical field because then they'll understand me. And then um, I think I want them to work out three times a week, but not, you know, be all about working out. I still want them to be feminine. Like they get so specific where if they were just to stay more general, they would attract more of a pool of what they actually want to feel is understood and have things that they like to do together and loved. And I mean, they want to attract their soulmate and their soulmate might not play baseball or basketball or whatever the specific thing is they're looking for. Right. I think, I think the other good point there that you touched on to make on that subject is that oftentimes people don't actually know that well, what it, what specific behaviors or activities or attributes a 
perfect match for them might be if, if you know, taking this example of somebody trying to find their soulmate, a soulmate is somebody who is most likely not going to be definable by you by a list of yes. attributes that they have. You'll know when you find that person because you'll have such a strong resonance with them that you'll it'll just be undeniable. But if somebody were to ask you today, you would probably tend to want to list out, well, you know, he would be so tall and he would work in a particular profession and he would be willing to have children and, you know, whatever the, the list of criteria is. And it's almost certain that that exact list of criteria will not exist in your soulmate, but you will love that person for everything that that person is. You'll get is. so much more. Yeah. Everything you wanted and so much more, but we tend to limit ourselves. Right. I think even like this neural circuitry of our brain is just designed to create based on what we feed it. So if you're just feeding it, I want these top five things. All these coaches talk about what's your top five. And it's just really not a good way to go about things because you're limiting yourself so much, right? So you want to feed yourself more. You could say, I want this and so much more. So you don't put yourself in this box. And I, we don't mean to, but our circuitry, like I mentioned, is just designed to create what we feed it. I see that Jessica called in. Do you, do you want to take this real sure, quick? Yeah. yeah, I'm so excited you were able to talk. Hi, Jessica. I think this is your first time calling in, right? Uh, yeah, hi. Hi. <laughs> hi. hi I'm just going to turn my volume up so I can hear you a little bit better. And yeah, I would love to hear where you're at and how this is resonating with you. Yeah, I have to tell, uh, I have to say that everything that you're saying, I find it so true and I have implemented some of the steps that you mentioned and it really works so wonderfully. Uh, yeah. I started to have uh, men approach me out of nowhere, just like you always say. And uh, I got a few dates and I was really feeling the momentum. I was feeling great. I was really in my body. And then I kind of felt like the momentum, I started to lose the momentum and that situation has changed. So I would just really like to maybe uh, try to identify what was the, the tipping point that actually made me lose the momentum. Yeah, or you can just activate a new vibration. You don't have to go digging around for what you did wrong, right? <laughs> the way to deactivate a vibration of stagnancy, that's what I'm feeling in your vibe, right? And you, you want fast-moving energy, yeah. that fun, exciting momentum, right? You just have to yeah. activate a new one. So don't go looking for what you did wrong. That's what's coming to me at first. You know what to do. You've done this before, right? You sound like you're at a great place. So let's back up and go more general. Uh, has there ever been anything you wanted that you were able to attract? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. What's an example of something? Well, how about those dates that uh, I uh -huh. had? Uh, so, yeah. And did you do that by strategically going out and trying to, like, meet 50 guys? Or did they just kind of show up and come to you? Uh, no, they just got attracted to me. I was feeling really good uh, about myself. I felt a lot of pleasure in my body. I was really in my body. And I think also another thing that really helped me a lot is just like really feeling uh, the emotions and the feeling that I had at the moment. And they were just, um, how to say, they were like kind of transformed and I was not stuck in those emotions anymore. And that I feel like really made me feel uh, really good really good. It really gave me a really good vibe, I think. Oh, I love that. This is everything we've been talking about. It sounds like you're a pro at this already, right? <laughs> I think this is great. So all you need to do is feel what you're feeling and be who you are and trust that the right kind of people and opportunities will be attracted towards you. And that's it. And you know for sure that it's done. If I were to tell you that for, I don't know what you're looking for ultimately, maybe to meet the love of your life or something like that, if you knew for sure that that was going to happen within the next, let's say, six to 12 months, how would you feel? What would you do differently? How would you go about life differently than what you're feeling right now? Mm, I think I would just not think about it mm -hmm. <laughs> at exactly. all. Yeah. And uh, I also think you really nailed it when you said, like, just to be myself. Maybe I'm a little bit scared of that, to be um how to stay that open and to be uh, just really feeling everything. 
So I think that's that maybe that's the challenge sometimes. Oh, yeah. I mean, for all of us, by the way, it's not like you just do this once and you graduate from it. In my opinion and experience, you were always going to want more things than what you have right now. You know, all the clients I've ever had who only thought they all they wanted was to meet their soulmate and have a family. And I and I'm like, okay, we're gonna get you all that. And then once you get all that, trust me, you're gonna call me up and say, okay, now I want this. Now I want a better job or a better home or a vacation. You're always going to want more, and so that's a great thing. That's what inspires action from you, and it's like this life force you feel. So that goes back to making peace with where you are. So we're talking about step four: know that it's done, trust that it's coming, and I think you said you'd probably just enjoy yourself, have fun stop worrying so much that it's not happening yet i think right yeah yeah exactly well thank you uh, thank you so much you guys are so wonderful i appreciate you like, oh thank you <laughs> yeah this was great yeah for you and for everyone i would say for the next week let's keep it simple for the next week you are going to go about your day and live as though it was already done because it is already done, right? If you have a desire that you want to meet a great guy, that is all done. So if you can just trust that and know that, then you you don't have to think about it anymore. The hard work is done. You've lived enough life experience to know what you want and what you don't want. So all you have to do is line up with what you want, which is the feelings you want to feel. And that's it. And it's done. So if you know for sure that it's done, how would you live your life for the next week? I think that's a great question for everybody. So I hope that was helpful. Yeah, thank you so much. I love the way you talk. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. This is so fun. Yeah, Bye -bye. so much fun. <laughs> Bye. You. Yeah, I mean, I just love being able to talk to everybody here. I think this is the perfect example of, you know, I for months and months, Tom and I were like, God, it'd be so fun just to be able to actually talk to some people that are doing this work, actually speak with them we would just talk about that and talk about that. And I'm like, how are we going to do that? We would talk about all these different ways that we could maybe do it. None of them felt quite right. And then I just kind of forgot about it. I'm like, yeah, that would be nice. A uh, couple of weeks later, a random email popped into my inbox from freeconferencecall.com was the service that uh, Bullhorn is connected to, a uh, service I had used like seven or eight years ago, back when I was doing private coaching for my international clients. I think I recorded a teleclass program using that too, Effortlessly Attract Love, my very first program. And it said calling all podcasters. And I had just started my podcast like a week before and it was this amazing platform. It's just everything we said we wanted and more. Once I just forgot about it and stopped taking score of the fact that like, oh, we can't figure it out. How are we going to do this? It just literally popped up in my email. That's happened in all kinds of ways. Like I knew that I wanted to do what I do now. I was such a fan of Rory Ray, who I just interviewed yesterday. It was amazing. I'm about to post the replay on Spotify and Apple. I was like, I just, it's in my being to want to do this. I just forgot about it. And then one day I was at my day job at the time. This was probably like eight, nine years ago. I just got an email from someone who was affiliated with her saying, Rory is training coaches. And I replied back to it and her assistant got back to me. I was talking to Rory that afternoon. Like, and that's it. A lot of times random things will just pop into your inbox or social media. You'll see something that'll resonate with you and that's evidence filling in. But you often have to take your eyes off of that thing or off of it not having happened yet. You can say the absence of what I want is a temporary condition. Everyone write that down. It's a temporary condition. And just be okay with that. We think when we don't have what we want, that it's just going to last forever and ever. But in your making peace with the fact that it's not here and so you're not ready for it and that's okay. It's a temporary condition. You remove all the angst around it and therefore create this atmosphere or tone to allow what you've already made happen just by living your life and having this desire in. Do you feel the difference there? One is like, I have to go out and make this happen because I don't, I'm not trusting it's just going to happen on its own. The other way to go, the, my hope for you is to say, I know for sure this is done. My desire has caused me to already create it in a vibrational sense. Now I just need to lean back and create this atmosphere or tone to allow what I've already made happen in. That feels much more peaceful to me. I hope that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Jill says, would love for you and Tom to do a live on triggers and healthy conflict resolution in relationships. Finally met a great man 
totally committed to me, yet I still feel emotional and take things personally. Oh, that's a great suggestion. That would be really good. If you guys are following me on Spotify or Apple or anywhere else, it's probably on Bullhorn too, actually. I did a episode with Valerie Green, who's brilliant at this. And it was like just a little 20 minute episode on how to talk to your partner after an argument to repair your relationship. You might want to go listen to that. That will help a lot. I also did an interview with her on my YouTube channel on how to transform conflict into intimacy. Stop fighting and start connecting. You can go search for that on there. It's really good. It's like an hour long, maybe 45 minutes in depth interview. But that's a great suggestion. I'm definitely open to that. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I think that is all the questions. This was so much fun. The time just flew by. So this was great. Let's see. I'm taking the weekend off. And the next time I'll be here will be 11 a.m. Pacific, which is 2 o'clock Eastern on Monday with another coach, Clayton Olson, who you guys are probably familiar with. If you're on YouTube, we're going to be talking about boundaries and it's going to be so good. We have so much great stuff to share with you. So that's Monday. Hopefully you guys can make it. And if you're listening to the replay of this on Spotify or Apple podcasts, and you'd like to join us live or join me live for these live broadcasts, we just have so much fun. I love connecting with everybody. I'll include a link to download the Bullhorn app. It's totally free, super user-friendly, and you can join my live broadcast. So is there anything else you want to say on this topic? This was really fun. Yeah. Before we uh, close out, do you want to recap the, the five steps Yes. Again? Oh, my gosh. Yes. I said I was going to do that, right? So <laughs> five steps to attract anything you want using your feminine energy and the law of attraction. Number one, make peace with where you are right now. Super important. Number two, Feel the feeling you want to feel. Conjure that feeling up in your body. Number three, imagine yourself being the receiver of what you want. And imagine it so often that it's really difficult for you to imagine otherwise. Just see what thoughts you can receive. Don't try to control your thoughts. Just let the thoughts come to you. Step four is basically forget about it. Just trust that it's done. Know that it's coming and let life surprise you or let your man surprise you or the universe surprise you. Number five is watch for evidence of those details filling in. So something great happens, something good happens at work or a man offers to pay for your coffee, opens the door for you, something like that. Say, I did that. I did the emotional or vibrational work to get myself to this place where now the evidence is filling in. So the hard work is already done for everybody. Your life experience has caused you to know a lot about what you want and what you don't want. You just need to line up with what you want now in order for it to come in. So hopefully that was helpful. Teresa said this is the first live episode that I've caught. Amazing. Yes, this is so much fun. And this just occurred to me right now. If you want more tools on this, I have a whole program called The Feminine Art of Attraction on my website. If you're listening to the replay, I'll include a link to that if anyone wants to check that out. I go really deep into these principles. I did that one with Leah Lake years ago. Everyone loves Leah. So we talk about that, you know, how to align your energy and beliefs with the frequency of what you desire in order to allow it in very quickly. We talk about men and money in that one. So it's for women primarily, but it will really help you attract anything you want in life. So again, this was so fun. Have a great weekend, everyone. And I will be back on Monday. Talk to you soon. Thank you again. This was great. Yeah, this was fun. Thanks. If you're tired of struggling in your love life and you want a proven system to get into and maintain a relationship where you're consistently loved, valued, and cherished, go to forever1234.com. Again, that's forever1234.com.